CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome, angels, downloaders, demons, and everything in between, to another episode of the podcast. Dom, how are you today? I'm very well. Catherine, how are you? I'm good. We're very formal today. I'm not sure why. Very formal. It's not 7 a.m. We're awake. That must be it. I think, yeah, we're we're (laughs) a little more loose. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, Well, welcome to this episode of Return to the Shadows. We have a very, very special episode today. We sure do, because we're joined by the fantastic Michael Whalen slash Adam Harrington. Adam, <laughs> welcome. Thank you, guys. I'm very happy to be here. Adam, it's so lovely to have you on the show. It's been many, many years since <laughs> I've seen you. And yeah. Don, I'm sure you've seen him more recently. But Once at the gym, right? We bumped into oh, each other at that right. gym in LA. Yeah. But that was it. Yeah. And then this has all come about because my now girlfriend is uh, is being tutored by the lovely Adam, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the world is small, but brings the Shadow Fan back together. So we've got some fun facts here. Adam, we know you appeared in episodes 10 and 11 mm-hmm. of season one of the show. Yeah. Whew, long time ago. Long, long ago. <laughs> in a Shadow it was like world seven far, far years ago. We filmed that like seven really? years ago. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Because yeah. we get on our notes that I don't have because I can't find them. 
it says that the air date of the show, and obviously we've filmed it previous to that. Yeah. Wasn't the air date of this 2016? Yeah, the air date was 2016. Wow. And the filming date was that 2015. Wild? That's crazy. You haven't changed at all. Well, I got Cat, your hair color has changed. That's it. <laughs> this this is not my hair. I wish I could claim it. This is all all wig all the time. But we have some fun facts. So first fun fact, um, you have a master's degree in marine biology. I do. What? Yeah. I uh, know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I know. So tell um, us. Tell us. Well, I grew up where you guys shot Shadow Hunters. I grew up about an hour away, mm-hmm. and uh, I loved acting as a kid. But I also loved the outdoors and the ocean and all that stuff. And my parents, I grew up in a steel town, actually where they film, uh, there's another series that shoots in Canada and they, they film it there, but I, uh, you didn't become an actor. And I love the outdoors and my parents were like, you're going to get an education. And I started scuba diving when I was 16. So I went to a, a college that wasn't too, again, not too far from where you shot that actually had a good marine biology program. So I did my undergrad and then a master's degree in marine biology, um, finished it was curator of an aquarium, worked for the government, dove all over Canada, then thought, okay, this is what this looks like. Do I want to do this for the rest of my life? And I still had the acting bug. So I, I was living on an island off the west coast of Canada, and I packed everything up, moved to Vancouver, got a bartending job, and started going after acting. Wow. Yeah. How old were That's you when, when this transition happened? 28. Wow. Yeah. So later. Oh, very later. Because this is something that we're finding with the podcast that we have to, we're we're not very good at explaining necessarily to non like acting, sort of acting novices, maybe the, the ins and outs of how it works, you know, in this world. And Mm. to people who don't know, 28 is quite late to start diving uh, in, right? Yeah. 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 Very, very late. And I felt it. Did you? Really? I just, I, oh yeah. I just played, I just played catch up as fast as I could. And if I auditioned for stuff that I kind of naturally sat in the pocket of, I was great. And if it wasn't, it was a, it was terrible. Interesting. It was a train wreck. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember going in to audition for a medic in a helicopter, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I decided that I should be screaming over the sound of the helicopter <gasps> oh, rotor <no>. blades. <laughs> And I finished the audition. In the audition. In the audition. And the casting director, who I think could have been nicer, I stopped. And he's like, okay, first of all, I'm right here. Wow. And it was demoralizing. I'm sh- it's devastating, oh, yeah, when yeah, you get that, but, especially oh, yeah, was, when it's face-to-face. We've moved on a little now to, like, Zoom auditions. That's all I've had for the last true. God knows how. I can't remember the last time. But kudos to you, Adam. You committed. You jumped in. That's, that's a hard thing to get people to do, especially they when would have. Those soldiers would have heard me over that chopper if I, Has, I mean, strangely <laughs> enough, I didn't that book life. that part, but <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough, I didn't yeah. seem professional enough <laughs> to get onto oh, a set with that one. But yeah, it was, um, I think actually the, I, I look back now and people say, you know, do you ever use your education? And, and I will say this to anybody that wants to become a marine biologist, just go scuba diving. Unless really? you really, unless you really want to follow that path into science, it's, it's scuba diving was the best part of it, but it, it taught me how to do research so that when I switched into acting, I didn't realize I had this drive of how to, how do I, how do I go about this? And totally. I had that drive and energy already to do it. And yeah. I, I was really thankful for that because I started so late. Amazing. I couldn't just, you know, wait to be discovered. I kind of had to go after it. Totally. Yeah. 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 Well, that's amazing. Well, speaking of going after it, how what brought you to the shadow world? How what was that casting process like? I 
don't remember. <laughs> I was I was gonna lie and say I did or try to come up with the story, but uh, to, you know, to answer your question for people that are listening that aren't in this world, what happens is you just through your agent your show would put out a, they call it a breakdown of, Hey, this is the characters we've got coming up and this is what we need. And this is kind of the age range we want and what we want. And, and my agents would have given that me that information. And I knew it was shooting in Toronto and I really wanted to do it. So that would have been the audition process. I remember getting it. I remember being super happy that I got it. I remember being really excited. I got to go to Toronto. One of your producers, Michael Reese, I had known. Um, although he didn't factor in the casting process at all. But I, I remember getting it, and I remember getting excited that I got to go to Toronto. Nice, because you were in Vancouver still. Uh, no, I was in L.A. Oh, you were in L.A.? Yeah. Got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Yeah, Very I moved cool. down to L.A. in 2007. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And we, were, we honestly couldn't have been more grateful to have you. I think we're going to talk about these later on as we make our way through the episodes right. that yeah. we work together with. But it was such a pleasure. Really we, I, I remember distinctly having a lot of fun with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I remember too much fun. <laughs> arguably, I, I will yeah, say, I think Adam, there was. Dom won't tell you this, but he was really excited. I remember when he first met you. I don't know if it was a stunt rehearsal or if it was he had just met you in passing. But he came around to shoot another scene. He's like, "I just met my dad." I'm like, yeah, and. He's really awesome and he's so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> he seems like he's going to ask about He just was gushing about you. Yeah. And so it made all of us really excited. Oh, that's nice. I felt the same way. Yeah. I, I, what, I, one of the things I was thinking about this when, when, when Dom said you guys were going to invite me on is the thing I remember about it is how, and then when I watched, uh, you know, when I watched the episode, it's just how committed you guys were to really giving the audience and the fans a really good story. Mm-hmm. And I remember that about working on it, that we had a lot of laughs and there was no <laughs> egos on set and everybody wanted to do the best job they could. But when they yelled action, like everybody was, it was, it was a really fun environment to be in. It was. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because not everyone sat into that right away and not everyone sat in. And we've discussed this, Kat and I, um, a few times over the course of the podcast with, I think we've got like five or six in the can right now, and this will be seven or eight, depending on where we are. Yeah. Being a guest star is hard work. It's being it's really hard work to come in with a bunch of people who are established already and just kind of slot into that world like you've always been there. And I remember this being one of the times where we spoke about Nicola and we spoke about Paulina and we spoke about Jade. And Adam, you were another one who just came in and we were like, oh, great, here he is. Yeah, yeah he's one of us. Like, he's part of the team yeah. and that's great. And what yeah. was that like for you? I mean, I'm sure you've done this on other shows as well, jumping in when there's mythology and all of these other things, you have to play catch up. But for Shadowhunters, you specifically had a character that had a lot of not only backstory, but kind of weight to it. And so, you know, for some, I don't know, I, I, do, I doubt you had time to read all six books between the time you were cast and coming to set. <laughs> so what did, did they give you any information? Did they tell you anything? Because I know I've had experiences where I go on shows and you t- they tell you nothing until you've done three yeah. scenes and you go, oh, that would have changed everything. So what was your experience? No, they like? prepped me well. I had my questions. I knew that I wasn't really his father. Right. I knew. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> I knew um, I had looked up or they had shown, I think they actually showed me some episodes because I wanted to see Alan's performance of oh, Alan. That was going to be one of my questions is yeah. if you were able to sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. quasi, but it's an interesting role, isn't it? Because you're 
emulating to a certain extent, but then also are aware as Valentine that you're pretending to be somebody else. So there's only so much you should mimic, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not a direct, if you walked and moved and talked like Valentine, people would be like, yeah. huh. You're a dude dressed as a dude disguised as another dude pretending to be another yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I remember splitting it up into kind of three different things of the, the scenes where I didn't care about that I was Valentine playing somebody mm -hmm. that I was just your dad. Mm -hmm. And then the scenes where I was Valentine playing your dad. And then the scenes where I actually felt, and I think mostly with Kat, moments where I was just purely Valentine. And then Ooh, at the, so and then yes. at the reveal. I yeah. agree, because uh, we have been doing the rewatch as we've been going on. I'm trying not to get too far ahead. And I remember rewatching the episode, and there were two distinct things that popped into my head was right when we've met you in episode 10, we pick you up and I'm dying as I'm always fucking dying. For one <laughs> dying reason or another, usually dying. my fault. And you explain Kat's, Kat's trying to save you from dying. Yeah, all because I day. made a mistake and didn't listen to him in the first place. So he's dying. For, it's just, just hard for It's going to be a drinking a game soon. It's great show. fun. Um, but you, you pick me up with, with Clary and you cradle me and you tell me that story about our first hunt together. And that felt like I was talking to my father. Yeah. I remember it on set. Yeah, that felt absolutely. like I was talking to my father. This was, and it was beautiful and it was uplifting and just forget that you're dying for a second. And it was like, wow, this is the man that I've been needing in my life yeah. for the last 10, 15 years. And then the other side of that is a scene. This is what I noticed. So it'd be interesting to hear your opinion and whether it's the same or not, was a scene where you sit with Clary at the table and you let your first little bits go, you let your first little, and she clocks it, but I'm not, well, I mean, I didn't clock it anyway, but I wasn't there in that scene, but that was the first time I watched it, and I was like, wow, you're moving like Alan. That's really interesting. There was a moment in that scene, so uh, I know I'm, we're, we're segueing all over the place, but there was a moment in that scene, and I, for, I remember when we filmed it, and I forget where it is within the scene where Kat, you and I are talking, but you insult Valentine. Yeah, that's Correct. right. <laughs> and it got it got through. And I think I remember feeling it in my eyes. Like I just, remember feeling it. In that's your what eyes I noticed was day. eyes. I noticed eyes, and like there was a thing yeah. you did with your mouth as well. That I yeah. was like, wow, that's fucking cool. Alex? I think one of the best things about and Cat chime in because I know you agree with me. One of the best things about having such a plethora of guest stars into the show is nine times out of 10, they're more accomplished or, or more seasoned actors than us. And we get to learn from you. We yeah. get to watch you and go, that's neat. I'm stealing that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And the, I felt that very much with you. And the more guest stars we get on, the more I'm going to tell them the same. Yeah. Hopefully if there's a guest star that comes on and I don't say that, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to, they're going to remember that episode yeah. of the pod. Yeah. It, it is very true, especially with, you know, folks like yourself, we, we were still in season one trying to figure out what to do with a, a show like this and how to lead it and how to kind of carry that through and watching folks who came in time and time again with such experience and who were so seasoned and just nailed it. We learned how to make a TV show from people like you. Oh, wild. And you know, I would say on behalf of, you know, for you guys and the rest of the cast is when guest stars are coming in, we're also watching you guys because you guys know the tone of the show way better than we do. So we're coming in. I mean, I came in in episode 10, episode 11. You'd already got nine in the can. Yeah. I'm sure you'd already had network notes. So I was working off of you guys too to find that tone for your show. That's your specific show. Totally. You know, how broad you go, how simple things are, all that mm -hmm. stuff. But further to that, Kat, you said, what was it like to come in? I remember, I think we got to shoot it in chronological order, more or less. 
Pretty much. So that my first experience, my first experience with you guys was the very first scene where you're pulling me out of the locker. Mm-hmm. And we shot the end of 10 and the beginning of 11 all as one scene. Right. We did. And then they split it for the episode. So I remember thinking that was really fortunate that we could have the scene where I met you guys, but in a particular circumstance that would make you buy into what was happening. Right. And that I got the chance to establish, even though I wasn't your dad, which still kills me, um, <laughs> to establish that connection of father-son as opposed to coming in and shooting the middle of the end or shooting right. a confrontation with Clary first. And then we got yeah. to, yeah. We got and to you know, start it. It's so rare in this industry, I think, that we get to shoot chronologically. Yeah. And again, for you know, for anyone who doesn't know how it works on set, it's rarely very rarely chronological just because sets are available at certain times actors are available at certain times the yeah. weather the whether yeah. you're shooting at night or a day the props sometimes like we have this beautiful car coming in can we get that today no we'll push that to the end of the shoot yeah. you know so we very rarely shoot chronologically so when you do it's a real gift yeah because you get to follow the story as you're doing it and not have to come on set that day and go where was I? Right. Where have I just come from? Yeah. Why am I coming here? What is my aim to leave this scene? Where are we going? Right. What's next? So it was a lovely thing for us to be able to do. Absolutely. And speaking of chronological order, let's get into that a little bit. Okay. So we first found you, Michael Wayland, in a locker. Yes. In a, some sort of dark, decrepit place somewhere. It was and in Chernobyl. It, oh, that, that's right. We made it to Chernobyl, finally. And we found you there. Okay. Did they tell you that it was Chernobyl? I don't think I knew. Yeah, that. it was Chernobyl. Or if I did, I forgot. <laughs> it was Chernobyl. It's, it's a locker. It's very locker possible. in a very creepy lab. That's what I remember. <laughs> it's, so that set was Chernobyl. That was, that Chernobyl. was in the middle of Chernobyl. Yeah, and the yeah. whole idea behind that is where's the one place you wouldn't look for someone is in the middle of a radioactive, you know, deserted, desolate area. Yeah. But the shadow hunters aren't affected by that. This was a safe place for him to be. But it is also possible that they decided that in post they decided later on that like oh this is a cool place to set this let's turn it into chernobyl something like that Kat has I, questions i, I see it on her face no, Kat I'm has just questions. Trying to remember. It, it was seven years ago guys so let's let's be real some things are lost to the history of shadow hunters <laughs> we're figuring it out with each other that's the beauty of it that's true that's why we're both here but how long did they leave you in that locker? Because I just remember you were so, you never complained once. You were so committed. This is a long time. Are you kidding? It was day one. I wasn't going to complain. <laughs> I was happy to have a job. I feel like, and for, for people who don't know this, sometimes on set when you are a team player like you are and you just kind of end up sitting there, there's so many other things going on on set. Occasionally someone gets, you know, left in a cabinet for a long time or, or a, a coffin. No. You know, it's happened to people. I think it was the last, I think it was almost, it was close to the last shot of episode 10. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot of time. Mm-mm. I don't remember. We we got to it pretty quick. Well, that's good. We didn't leave you in there for rehearsal. Yeah, I mean, and I, then... You threw me in the locker. I think everybody went for lunch and then dinner later. But, you know, <laughs> somebody squeezed a piece of pizza through one of the slats yeah. at me. It no. was it was pizza day. We went to the pizza <laughs> oven down the street. You must have been there for three hours. Yeah. No, 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 cat. Uh, thank you, but no, I would think it was pretty quick. I think I just remember trying to peer out and hearing your dialogue before you got to it. That's another weird thing that they never tell you about, like behind the scenes. There's there normally if you're sort of off camera, if you're around like the corner, you're about to enter a set. There's someone there. There's a PA or an AD there who tells you write that line because they have the sound in their ears. So they will tell you that's the line, that's your cue, and you go. You didn't have that. You didn't have a PA in that. No, in that. no and I used it. I went pure method. <laughs> I was 
He's like, I'm isolated in here. My 10 minutes is 10 years. Yeah. Who is yeah. that? Who's talking? Yeah. yeah uh -huh. But then we got you out. <laughs> then you got me out. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Then, then we see a really different side of Jace, 
which is I think it's one of the first times that Clary actually sees this true vulnerability in him mm. and and this because because you know his father is the one hole in his life which is sort of a way in which they connect in in a lot of circumstances but um it, it was a really lovely thing to see that turn in that character mm. and it provided a lovely opportunity to set up those relationships yeah I, it's interesting i didn't i wasn't aware that it was a turn which is cool because my first impression of my son was that vulnerability mm-hmm. and that need which was cool to set totally. that up. Yeah. Which canon you will have seen. You will have yeah. seen that vulnerability within yeah. him because of what happened with the Falcon and the story about, um, to recap for those who haven't um, seen it in a while, there's a story that's very defining in who Jace is. He was he was bought this Falcon by his father and he was told to train this Falcon to make it obedient. And after trying over a long period of time he got this falcon to fly back to him you know this that and the other and my father took the falcon and snapped its neck in front of jace because he was told did you not know this story do they not tell you this it's coming it's coming back Back to me um because he was told to train the falcon and what jace did was make the falcon love him and that's two different things and the lesson was as is a theme throughout the show emotions cloud judgment you don't fall in love with this thing unless it's the thing that is going to be in your life forever. I told you to train this thing. You yeah. didn't train it. You made it love you. Yeah. So, and we've just heard that, mm-hmm. like just heard that story either in the previous episode or maybe even in this episode. Yeah. Can't remember. Um, but either way, the story is very related to this and it's the defining moment of why Jace is as hard as he is. Why is he, why he is so um, stringent and he's, he doesn't stick to the rules, but the law that has been L-O-R-E, the law that has been drummed in him the lore. is so, um, <laughs> the law, it sounds the same in my it accent. It does, the law Catherine, and you. the lore. I got, that's why I'm here. Yeah. I translate. Thank you very much. <laughs> but this, and exactly when we open these doors and I get to look into my father's eyes for the first time and see this man that has been missing in my life, it is that like, takes your breath away moment at least for me that's how it felt on set they're like oh my god there's something it can't be this can't be what we're looking at this can't be correct and then it is and you prove it to him with that moment and it's this really beautiful and it's nice that we're sort of already we embrace each other and we hug as you come out and then as you prove it we're already close to each other because mm-hmm. it felt like a physically close moment i loved that scene and i loved re-watching that scene which is interesting because i've had some difficulties we were just talking earlier about rewatching I've had some things. difficulties rewatching <laughs> yeah because yeah. it's I, it's watching yourself and then scrutinizing yourself which is another thing a lot of actors do maybe more than they should is, is overanalyze <laughs> those performances mm. um so there have been a lot of episodes that i really struggled with watching where i was like why did i make that choice why didn't i do mm. this why didn't i do this but this one i watched it back and i went wow that just felt right that felt that felt exactly right, and in large part, that's to, it, credit to you. Oh, well, thank you. I just want to apologize for killing your falcon. <laughs> thank you. We have <laughs> you it on what? record. We were, Michael Wayland has I'm, apologized. Cat, Clary, I'm really sorry. You had to deal with him and that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was I your babies raising babies, and I would have I would have done things totally different now. Of course, I yeah. just never would have given you a bird in the first place. I just <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't deserve it. Maybe maybe yeah. a chicken <laughs> or something. Flightless. Yeah, something that was easier to train. Speaking of apologies, I have to run back to set, but before I do, um, I do want to bring up one story that is, I tell this story all the time. It's potentially, it's one of my like top five favorite stories from filming this show. And it's so indicative of the fun that we had on set. And I think this was one of the first times it happened. Dom and I have talked about this a lot. We 
crack up all the time on set because when you're doing something so dark and heavy, you need levity sometimes. But there was one particular scene that it was the three of us and Isaiah in the Jade Wolf. And it's that sort of game plan scene where we're going, okay, we're going to go here. We're going to go to Valentine's Day. We're going to do this. We're going to get the stuff. We're going to go ready, break. I don't know what it was. There was something in the air that day. The four of us could not it was stop nightmarish. laughing to the point where the ADs were getting mad. And I, I, I watched the scene back again. We are not making eye contact. Mm-mm. None of us are <laughs> visibly <laughs> avoiding. You can tell. <laughs> I can't. I, I remember. I remember the laughing. I remember thinking, Adam, don't encourage this. You're a day player. You can. They'll just come in and yank you off with a hook. But I do remember something happening, and we got the giggles. And it just got a. I think we had to break for lunch, didn't we? Didn't we? We, I break for something. Yeah, they might. We had to go into grace, which for those of you who don't know, it's um when you go overtime and you have to ask for extra time. But yeah, we had to go into grace on lunch because we were all laughing so hard. Terrible. All right, Kat. Hopefully, we get you back fairly shortly. Um, if not, have a wonderful time on set, and I will continue with Adam. Thank you. I will do my darndest to get back, but if not, Adam. So lovely to see you. Pleasure to Enjoy see you. Enjoy the rest of this interview, folks. I have to run to work, but sending all my love. Bye, Kat. Um, so talking of that scene, I remember this scene. It was us around the table. Mm-hmm. And what I remember was, at least from my point of view, every time I got myself composed, I was like, we're good. It's good. I'm good. We can make it through this scene. It was a long scene. It was a really long scene. Every time I got myself into a place where I was composed, I would look over and someone else had that twinkle and I was like, oh no, oh no. And it seemed to be like a rotating thing, whoever kicked off the, you know, the giggles. Did we get the giggles? Cause we knew, we knew it was the, okay, here's the plan scene. Maybe. And we, we knew it had to be committed and serious, serious and earnest. And, and there yeah. was something about the committed earnestness of it that got us. Because you could see, you could see it forming in the other actors' eyes. The okay, we're going to do a take, and it is it is funny, isn't it? I sort of thinking back about the ones that make me break. There's there's a level of seriousness where it's not. If you're filming like a death scene or you know something like that, that very rarely gets me. But if we're filming something that's already light and jovial, that very rarely gets me. It's that middle section where it's like semi serious, and you know we're about to do something very serious. That always makes me laugh. I think I think that was also a day where we knew we had a lot to do and there was a lot of there was a lot of actors that were going to be coming in and out of that and there was the mm-hmm. okay we got a yeah we got a big day here the pressure doesn't just, help yeah the pressure does not help at all um so tell us a little more about I'm assuming this wasn't your first time in Toronto no no, no. you've been in and out of Toronto a yeah. whole bunch right yeah, and I had grown up in the area so I was familiar with it and I got shot it. a series there got it was this, am I right in saying this was sort of your first foray into like the young adult, like series, the big sort of. I had done a series for the CW called the secret circle. Um, that was kind of my first foray into that, that sort of Mm -hmm. world. But I, I think that had been pulled from a book. I'm not sure, but yours was the first foray into, uh, a definite, we know what it is. We know what we're setting up. We know the lore. This world is firmly established. It's firmly, as the books, it's firmly has its own success. See, and that's interesting that that was your experience because that was not the case. 
we were we were just making shit up <laughs> we went along and i think maybe because you came in later in yeah. the season we'd found a few things you guys that had found your out. rhythm it felt mm-hmm. like you guys it's really found your rhythm i remember looking to you guys because i'd be like is this the right and you'd be like yeah it's yeah we're, yeah yeah but interestingly come season two and this will lead us into another talking point that we should talk about okay we changed a huge amount a huge amount. The swords changed, the runes changed, the uh, a lot of the lore changed, what you could and couldn't do. And we we got new showrunners in. Mm. So Ed Dector left and we got in uh Schwimmer and and his team and they were they were ready to sort of re-evolve this into into okay. something new, which was interesting. So it's interesting that your experience was like we were we were set up and we were ready to go. Yeah. We were flying by the skin of our teeth there, buddy. That was the whole wow. thing. But interesting that we have broached the change because we had a somewhat tumultuous opening to the public with you, right? Because there was a photo that was released and everyone sort of panicked. At, you know, again, for people who don't know, when you're filming something, especially before it's been released, it is top secret. You are not allowed to release anything. You're not allowed. You have to get approval to release a photo. You're not allowed to shoot sets or new cast members or anything like that. And then all of a sudden this photo of Jason, his father end up on the internet. And we're like, Oh no. Was it a video? Was it a photo? Or was it a video? Was it a video? I think it may have been, I don't remember, but I'm uh, even worse. It, it could have been you and I, it was you and I training. Training. I remember the boxing yeah. day. Yeah. I remember yeah. it was the first time I really thought this hair is longer than I would like it to be. <laughs> very, very. Oh, that's right. Do you remember? It was a whole nightmare. Yeah, but you had such a, you had such a, you had the California way of getting it out of your face <laughs> down. It's like, oh God. Took some, took some training. But yeah, yeah. that was, uh, that was our first, actually may have been our first experience with, oh no, I think we've released this earlier than it should have been released. And it ha- has happened a few times since then, but that was yeah. the first time. But fortunately for everyone here in this room, it ended up not being our fault. And that person ended up yeah. getting, not just for this, uh, for many reasons, some he, of which I was directly involved. His, he completed his contract. Correct. Yeah. His, we went uh, different ways. We wished yeah. him the best and we went yeah. different ways, which I was very grateful for. Yeah. Season, sounds like season two was fresh in many ways. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And it's a shame. Well, I guess there was no way we could have gotten you back because you sort of rounded out your storyline there. But we would have, I would have loved to have you come back, I, even if it was for my, flashbacks. Even when I watched the episode again, the episodes again, that's my, that the only thing that was a, there's a disappointment about coming into this world is that I wasn't actually your dad. I know. Because I know. it and felt we were cast like, so well as well. We looked so much like each other. Even my dad, my dad watched the episode, my actual dad. Oh, and yeah. I remember my dad calling me and going, I don't look like him, but man, I wish I did. <laughs> fun thing for us to deal with. I, well, I remember getting cast and somebody, a friend of mine was like, what are you going to go work on? And I, I think I found your picture and I'm like, I'm playing his father. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay. Dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, interesting because yeah. we, I don't think we are that different in age, are we? There's only like maybe 10 years, 15 years between us. I'm 54. Fuck off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What is it? Holy water? Is it a deal with the devil? What have you got going <laughs> I on? I can't. I, I should look 80. Um, uh, I think it's just, I think it's just genetics. I think it's just my, it was just my parents. Well, but, you look fantastic. Ah, yeah. uh, thanks. I hope I look 
like that when I'm 40. In, <laughs> in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wrong about the age difference. You're absolutely right. You were an appropriate so father. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty, yeah, pretty appropriate. <laughs> oh, I, just remember, I just remember you doing a lot of push-ups and constantly being oiled up and me being in a gray sweatshirt that was three sizes too big. Yeah. 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 It happens. It, it, uh, of course. Way, I would yeah. have preferred a baggy sweatshirt, if I'm honest. Than I would imagine. I remember thinking you were, you were as, as you all did, put in a lot of time to sell the story and to make it appealing to the audience. And I just yeah. remember on those days how hard you were working on your diet and exercise and the it's training and all that stuff. The diet and the training. And the training, so that's another interesting thing. We, we didn't really do any technique training in martial arts in season one. Season two, we were doing three, four sessions a week in the actual martial arts. And then we would learn the fight scene based around that. So we would learn how to do these things correctly. And then we would learn how to do that and not hit somebody and not hit somebody with your swords, especially because the swords got, they were safer in many ways, but mm -hmm. they were uh, more dangerous in many ways. They were thicker and stronger. Have you seen yeah. the sort of cleaver style sword from 300? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We had like a version of that in season two. That was did that my sort allow of you sword. to? Did that allow you to be able to bring in more choreography and more combat into the much second more. season? Yeah, much that must more. Have felt great, but it, which did feel great. But what was interesting was I can look back at season two, even that. Sorry, season one, even that scene with us, because we would do boxing. I would do boxing training, and Dean Kopkov, who came on, who was our boxing trainer, who has sadly passed away now, but became a very, very close friend of all of ours. We were trained in boxing and I can watch that scene and go, that's not right. I'm not doing any of the right things there. That's really odd because we didn't train in the technique of these things. Yeah. Whereas season two, I think we got there a month early and we're training wow. hard, really hard, yeah. which is a shame we didn't get back you back in season two because you yeah. would have got to experience that yeah. side of things as well. I just remember the boxing stuff in that regardless of what it was supposed to look like, what the good version of it looked like, we worked really hard to make sure that what we were doing was exactly what we were shown. Because it did happen rather quickly. And I know did. that you and I worked, I, I remember you and I running it over and over and over and over again to make sure that what we were doing was at least sellable. Mm -hmm. as a plot. Well, and yeah, not just the physicality of it, because I think what, at least what I found as an actor is especially when these guys, you know, if these guys aren't well-trained, then it can look silly and you can get confused with things or whatever, but these guys are very well-trained, so it needs to look sort of fluid. Yeah. And then we need as actors to get to a stage where that's so relaxed that the yeah. acting part is the only thing we're focusing on. And I remember that being a thing because really what matters is the connections between us and the, t the lessons you're trying to teach Jace throughout mm -hmm. that scene and not so much the physicality of the whole thing as much as people enjoy watching that as well. So it's a whole, it's a whole balance. And again, it, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I, you have not heard that obviously, but I'll reiterate for you is trust is so valuable mm -hmm. in what we do. And you have to trust the person opposite you, not just physically, but emotionally. And especially with scenes like this, where they are vulnerable and they are delicate yeah. and having people like yourself coming in who, because trust takes time, doesn't yeah. it? Like it's not you I don't just walk feel into it, did, it. Though, like, no, that's what I'm saying. I, that was a it didn't. Thing. It just I sort of snapped. Yeah, just I think it probably speaks to the cast and Cat and you and your work ethic that I just kind of walked in and I'm like, okay, let's work. And you were like, yes, let's work. 
and mm-hmm. and yourself though please don't write yourself out oh, of that I, list yeah. like you I, you we need to trust you too you yeah. know and there are again i've worked with actors who are series regulars when i was a guest star and you kind of get bulldozed by those people and you're like well i don't trust you but this is your show so you're you just kind of yeah you're along for the ride in that and i think i know cat and i and uh, the lead cast made a real point of making sure that that yeah. was never the case yeah but then also the reverse of that is coming on as a new face and proving yourself in, like you said, such a small space of time. You can trust me. Let's work through these things together. And people who are willing to, you know, two hours, we probably sat and drilled that scene before we were even filming it. Yeah. Um, and people who are willing to come in and do that little bit of extra work that, that makes the scenes more valuable and easier for us to do, right? Yeah, I think it was just a great match because that's how I try to approach things totally. just come in and be like, what's the story? How do I tell it? And in the boxing thing, I thought worst case scenario, they'll cut to a shot of Dom pushing his hair out of his eyes. <laughs> Which they do. Which they do. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer songwriter and composer John Batiste the all new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs 
programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. One of the great things I think about getting guests in on this show mm. is not only do we get to talk about the show, but we get to talk about you. So tell me what's been going on. Because we discussed on the phone something that I didn't know that was really quite exciting I was to me. Surprised. I, yeah, I, so, I didn't, had no idea. So um, when Dom called me and asked me to do this, he said, hey, what else is going on? What have you got going on? I said, well, I'm, I'm finishing up working on this, this video game. Oh, that's cool. What are you doing? And I, I said, it's God of War. And you kind of paused. And you, I think what? you said, what? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm Sindri in God of War. And your reaction was, uh, I couldn't have been more, it, it put a big smile on my face. Oh, that's, good. That's why, that's why I like doing stuff like that, because you played God of War. I, not a, I have played it a few times. I played it on PS4 when it originally came out. Yeah. Then I managed to get a hold of a PS5. I played it on PS, PS5 through twice. I played, so I do video games this way. The first one, I get it on like easy or medium mode. I learn the game. I play the story through. But this was the first the, of all of the God of Wars, I think, where they, it was open world. Like there was so much to do. Yeah. There were so many little side quests and missions and stuff that you could go and do. So this was the first one. So the first time I play th- just through the story, I don't really play with anything else. And then I go through and I'm like, I'm going to do everything. 100% of everything. I'm going to go through the game. And that took me... I'm not going to say a time frame, but I spent more time on that than I probably should have done. Um, <laughs> definitely. I, you can put it this way. I, I got COVID on uh, December 15th and that was, I was working on a, a show. I was working on partner track at the time yeah. and the regulation for being on set was you have to do your full 10 days of quarantine. Then yeah. once you've had no symptoms, you can test again. Can, we can get you back in. So f- it was at least 10 days <laughs> committed <laughs> immediate just to that game, which is so cool. And you yeah. have a new one coming out. Yes. Yeah, I don't so know if you're allowed to talk. I want to hear anything I, about I, it, but I, I don't know what you're allowed to say. I'm, I'm allowed to say it's announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that the, the press releases for it, all they have said is Ragnarok is coming. Mm-hmm. We are still working on it. Okay. We we are not allowed to say anything about release dates. That was my that was going to be my next yeah. question for sure. Um, obviously, COVID has affected everything. Of course, yeah. But it's really cool. I'm so excited. Yeah. Because the one thing about the first one, and I'm positive you're not allowed to say this, but we met two of the Nordic god, the two brothers. We met them, but there was one that we didn't meet. There was is uh, Thor. We we met him briefly, but we never physically interact with him. In so that's look. I'm trying to read your face to see what I can I, say. 
I have no idea what you're talking about right now. That's all I'm allowed to say. <laughs> That's the smartest answer, I think. Let me just put it this way. I'm getting really worried right now that my phone is somehow recording this. <laughs> Sending it to them, yeah. outside the window. Yeah, you get a red little red dot. Lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they are very, you know, we've got NDAs as you've, you've I'm sure. And, and you would, because it's interesting, isn't it? Because we, we, I was chatting to a friend about this recently, and I've started doing this thing where I stop watching trailers for mm. TV shows and for movies and for video games as well. Because there's this interesting culture, especially with social media, where a lot of people are out to figure out what happens in this mm. before it's aired. And Spider-Man was a big version of that, the new Spider-Man, mm. where everyone was trying yeah. to figure out if the other two guys were going to be in it and this, that, and the other. Yeah. And there, were, there was a real part of me that took a step back and went, that's why aren't you, why are you unwilling to just enjoy it, to just go and enjoy it? Like, this is what we're intending to do. Yeah. We as actors and artists, producers, writers, we're writing this story for you to sit down and enjoy it. Yeah. And I don't know why this, this passion for trying to get that information early is there. Like the, when the movie is ready for everyone to watch or the game is ready for everyone to participate in, then it's ready and you get to experience it that way, yeah. the way it should be experienced, Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting. So I will ask fewer prying questions <laughs> from here on out. Um, but we, I, yeah. or, I mean, another thing that's interesting, I've not done a video game before. Isaiah oh. has. I think Isaiah has okay. done uh, Gears of War a couple of times and bits and yeah. bobs. But what is it like? What's the process of, what do you, what do you, do they give you any information? Do they give, do you see your character? Do you get to build it around that or is it the other way? So I've done three. I've done, I did one called LA Noir, which mm -hmm. was uh, very cool because it had new face technology that yeah. nobody had used before. I, Michael Gladys was in that, was he not? I yeah. think Michael, I, Michael and I just did Penny Dreadful together years ago. We actually played, not years ago, 2020. Yeah. We played oh, Lovers wild. in Penny. Yeah. That was so, that's, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot of people in that game. Right, right, right. Um, that we didn't know a lot going in. We just mm -hmm. knew it was film noir. And then I did another one called Battlefield Hardline that was a little more standard. Which I also played. Oh my God. And I, did I not text you when I was playing this? Or I, I don't can't remember. Maybe I tried I to and I didn't have your number. Tyler? Yeah. Taylor. You were, the, you were the good guy that then turned into the not yeah. so good guy. I remember, because, yeah. and this is what's so interesting about this, is I remember, not necessarily from your voice, but this one, he looked like you. Yeah. He really looked yeah, like you. Did. And I remember seeing that and going, I'm like 80% sure this man's played my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then with God of War, yes, because of the world, mm -hmm. they kind of introduced us to it and then we knew it. And then with this one, um, they sat down ahead of time and walked us through the story. Interesting. So that we kind of knew. I remember my audition for God of War, I think it was at Sony Studios or something, and they had wow. me auditioning and a group of executives from, I think, Japan uh -huh. were touring the studio and I think there's actually footage of in the middle of my audition, them all coming through a door at the far end of the room and just standing there watching. Oh no. And I kind of incorporated them. Yeah. Because of the way Sindri is. Yeah. But I, yeah, that was funny. Interesting. Yeah. So how did you, how did you go? Cause we, 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 did they tell you accent? Did they tell you creature in the audition? Did they give you any of this information? No, they, I, I, I knew that he was a dwarf. That's okay. what he was described at the time. I knew he was a weapons maker and I know that he was a germaphobe. Got it. So the whole audition was me working with a piece of plastic pipe mm -hmm. 
and just saying you're a weapons maker, but you also, and I was, I think it was the whole audition was me trying to figure out where to lean. Right. That wasn't dirty. Right, right, right. And then when we were filming the first game, they gave me some leeway. I think there's, there's some dialogue where I'm grabbing Kratos sword, Mm -hmm. his ax, and I, I ask if there's blood on it. That was ad-libbed. Oh, great. So they were really great about just letting you incorporating. So when you, when you, when you, cause you did just say film something like this, do they, mm-hmm. is it motion capture? Do yeah. They, they yeah, do yeah. motion capture. They do motion capture. Cool. So uh, for people that aren't familiar with it, it's like you walk into a giant room and it's just all these tiny little infrared cameras on all the walls mm-hmm. and they tape off an area of the room and they call that the volume. Okay. And when you're in the volume, they put you in these skin tight suits covered with Velcro and they cover you in dots and ping pong balls. And the technology (laughs) constantly changes. So when I worked on LA Noir, they literally strapped you into this. And if everybody knew when you had to go to the bathroom, because they had to get you out of the suit. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, it takes a team. Uh, And then, but it changed by every year. And then by the time a God of War came out, they had the headgear and then Mm -hmm. it was different colored dots. Oh, like the the avatar things, they filmed your face. They would film the face. And that would, for for scenes where you're really close with another actor, it would be hard because you have to figure out how to get the cameras. Yeah, wow. So yeah, you're just in this thing you know, in a Amazing. volume and, and everything is just made out of, it's like you're, you're a kid playing go-karts or something. Yeah. Anything you're making is all just pipes stuck mm-hmm. together, plumbing things. A car really isn't a car. It's just yeah. wheels and you're, it's, it's a lot Did they of give fun. you any, uh, I'm sure. Cause it's all it, you, like you say, you know, it's kids picking up sticks and pretending they're swords. Yeah. Like that's all it is, which I know from my point of view is a large part of like why I got into this industry. Like it's, I was a kid and that was the thing I enjoyed doing the most was making pretends. Like that was my favorite thing. Um, Did they give you any training or any blacksmith? They, we went on a a outdoor survival thing for a day and they took all the cast and they taught us how to make shelters and how you'd build fire. And we did gun, did we do gun training? I don't remember if we did or not, but we had a day where they had the cast bonded by all going Amazing. out in the middle of nowhere and building shelters and all that stuff. So fun. Where and did you go? I did. I mean, it's unlikely to have been the same yeah. place because we were in, off the coast of the UK. I had oh. a similar thing when I, I did a movie based around the same, not God of War, but survivalist yeah. concept. And they just put us in the woods with an instructor for a week and were like, survive. Where did you go? We were in the Isle of Man, for oh. that, which was awesome because we had the tt race going on at the same time the motorcycle race going on at the same time so that was wild so we were in you know the deepest part of the wood and every now and then you'd hear this (laughs) just a bike whizzing past somewhere um which was cool but that's cool that they gave you that sort of and then so you're doing the motion capture do you do you have any blacksmith knowledge because you i i played the game i loved the game it looked like you were a blacksmith no and i uh Part of my movements would be me, and then mm-hmm. part of them is you have to remember there's the actors, and then there's the entire design team, and all those people are creating the animation. So basically, you're just hitting. They, just they made it very easy got it. for got Sindri it, got it, got just it. to be hitting stuff. Um, and then I did. I used to when I was a kid. I was really good at archery. Mm-hmm. So the, we should go. Do you do that? I love archery. Yeah, I almost. I think I almost killed my mother once. I was. <laughs> As a kid, because I had this this uh, wood stump, uh-huh. and I would fill pizza boxes with um, newspaper. Great. 
and I would fire at that and an arrow clipped off the top of it and went over into the neighbor's backyard. Oh. And then my mom was like, no, 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 you shoot towards the house. Right. So I'm in the backyard, it clips across the top and my mom is in the kitchen doing the dishes and the arrow came right at her, hit the glass, didn't break and bounced. Wow. Bounced back off and I thought, oh my gosh, I've just killed my mother. <laughs> and that is the harrowing story of how you became an actor, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> it all starts like, with something like this. This is a rush. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep doing this, man. Someone's going to pay me to how do How do I keep this going? That's a real feeling. <laughs> I almost killed somebody. Oh, funny, yes. which I'm sure is why you played such a wonderful paternal figure for chasing the show. <laughs> I, have to, I have to make up for so much yeah, damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, how funny. How yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I think we're sort of approaching the end of this because you and I need to go and get ready um, yeah. for, again, I've spoken about Decca quite a bit on this podcast uh, just because I'm super in love and I like talking about her. But Adam is... Decker's acting coach currently, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was so funny because I remember her talking about an acting coach, just a, an amorphous acting coach, and talking about how incredible you were and the insights you have and how gentle you are with your cast, but uh, with your, you know, your students, but also you push in the correct ways that need to be pushed. And I was like, this guy sounds incredible. Why could I come and do a session? And she said, she said, I'm not sure because you don't like taking couples, right? You don't, you don't. Oh, I don't have a problem. Oh, you don't have a no. problem. That I might have been a lie that, from her. I know couples that don't want to study together because the nature of the class. They Interesting. Want, they want to be in different classes. I would love to come in for yeah, you're I didn't well. know that. I thought yeah. that this was like a thing. Yeah. And then anyway, I digress. She said, um, somehow we got into your name and she said, his name's Adam Harrington. And I was like, there's no way. There's no fucking way that that yeah. is Adam Harrington yeah. who played my father in yeah. a show. Absolutely mind-blowing. I would love to come in and take Oh, class. absolutely. Amazing. And the, the wonderful thing about this, so I'm going to plug her film. It's uh, We should. We're about to go to the Santa Barbara Film Festival to mm -hmm. watch the premiere of her film, Juniper. Correct. And her, uh, Madison, and Olivia mm -hmm. met in my class. I heard about that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because they were all excited to see you today. And, yeah, they, and I can't. I'm so excited to be them here. by not even 10 minutes fortunately ah, we're going okay. to the premiere so you're going to see them all but yeah what a weird world That's that we've small. all ended up in this thing yeah. together well yeah. adam i can't tell you how nice it's been to have you on it's oh, and man, just to see you again we haven't seen I each same. other in such a while yeah thank you so much for being our guest for talking the show for talking about your stuff and Hopefully, I'm going to play you with drinks later and hear more about Ragnarok. <laughs> That's bad. Well, it's been a pleasure being on this. I'm really glad you've got this forum for the people that follow the show and the fans and all the best with it. And yeah, Thank let's you, uh, let's go have a good night. Let's go have a good night. Yeah. Return to the Shadows is hosted and executive produced by Catherine McNamara and Dominic Sherwood. Our executive producer is Ling Lee. Our senior producers are Liz Hayes and Diego Tapia, and our producers are Hannah Harris and Kristen Vermilia. Original music by Alex Kinsey and performed by Alex Kinsey and Catherine McNamara. The episode was mixed by Seth Olansky. Be sure to subscribe to Return to the Shadows wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.